Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you're at in this world, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Um, this week we're uh, on week two of the Business Accelerator program, and uh, I, I I love everything that it comes to like marketing and sales and, and teaching this kind of stuff. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is because the first couple of weeks we really dive deep into our niche, into really understanding who is our target audience and what's the message that we want to get across to them. And the one thing that it really like fascinates me about that is like how when when canine rehab therapists start to understand that concept and they start to really dive deep into who is that they're gonna help and how I can see like the juices flowing in their brain basically. I can see the things falling in motion where they're like, I get it now. I see why my message does not have to be about just oh here here I am I do canine rehab but it gets more specific about who they want to help the problems they want to solve the solution that they have for their uh, um, uh, pets and owners and stuff and I absolutely love that and I think it's something that it, it does tie up a little bit to what we're going to talk a little bit about today but I just wanted to bring that up because we had our second call this week of like group call with the program and it was just so cool to see for a lot of them kind of like that coming into fruition that understanding where we're building the foundation we're building the building blocks for something much bigger but we got to start understanding first who is that you we're trying to work with basically okay um and i just wanted to mention that just kind of like as a uh, as a side note on what has been going on in my life um the other thing that has been going on which was fun is this last weekend and i share with my students as well uh my wife was out of town visiting um her cousin and uh so it was me and my uh, two-year-old daughter and uh we made it through we survived uh keeping a two-year-old entertained for uh, uh two full days basically on my own i guess one and a half full day by the time my wife got back it's um it's it's quite an accomplishment, you know, and, 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 it, it, you know, she goes to daycare every day and they do a terrific job over there and we love it, how much she learns over there, but it just shows that, like, it's a full-time job, you know, to, to care for the little ones, especially at this age where they're learning so much, and my hats go off to the folks who do this, you know, full-time, either as, you know, uh, 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 a daycare worker or something like that, or even as a, a, a stay-home parent, basically, you know, that that is indeed like a full-time job. But what we're going to be talking about today is actually under the topic of high-performance habits, alrighty? And earlier this year, I shared with you guys a couple, a couple books that have made a meaningful impact with me through the years. Uh, Outwit and the Devil was one of them, and then most recently, we talked about Three Feet from Golds. And today I wanted to discuss another book from an author that really helped me, to be quite honest, to get through some really tough times, both from a personal and a professional perspective. And that was uh, Brenda Burchard. So Brenda Burchard, um, I, um, 
I dove deep into his personal development stuff back in the summer of 2017. And I was listening to his podcast, watching a lot of his YouTube videos, like every day, at least like three or four of those every day because they were shorter, easy to consume. And then that led me into reading uh, his previous book before High Performance Habits, which was called The Motivation Manifesto. And then around, I think it was the fall of 2017, spring 2018, at some point around that time, this book came out, High Performance Habits. And and I shared with you guys just about a month or so ago. Um, it was uh, I went back and I looked. It was episode sixty-one, titled "From Their Value Canine Rehab Therapist to a Successful Business Owner." So if you haven't uh, listened to it, I highly recommend going back and give it a listen. But I share a little bit how uh, uh, through my journey, how I went through some really dark times back in the summer fall of twenty seventeen, and I was facing like that was at the point where I was so burned out where I was working and. And I decided that I was going to go out on my own and start the Canine PT, but I had a lot of my own personal issues to deal with. I had a lot of inner demons, a lot of insecurities, uh, uh, an overall just lack of purpose in life, basically. And I, I knew I had to figure it out myself first before really start diving deep into understanding like the business sides of things. And that's where Brenda Burchard's content really really was really helpful. And then when I read this book, High Performance Habits, it was a great book. But to be honest, I remember reading that at that point in time and feeling like it was a little bit over me at that point. Like not because I didn't get it. I did, you know, not because I didn't understand what it was trying to get across, but mostly because I was still working on some things of my own, on my own life uh, and my confidence that I felt like I needed to work through those things first before really gets to the point of optimizing my habits. And it's, it's, I just remember having this feeling that I had to learn how to walk before I could run, basically, and that this would be a good book at one point in time for me to go back to. And I did that this year. Um, this year, earlier this year, when we were doing like a, like a cleaning and stuff, organizing things here in the house, I came across some of the books and I found this book and I was like, oh, this would be a good, good, good book for me to go back to this year. So I went back to it. And what I wanted to share with you today is just some of my personal takeaways from High Performance Habits, um, which is a Brendan Burchard book. All right. So first takeaway, first thing, first habit that he shared is about seeking clarity. All right, seeking clarity. And it's about determining the feeling that we are after and frequently asking ourselves, what do we want out of this? What is the primary feeling I want out of whatever situation we're on, basically, right? And it's about not waiting for emotions to come to us, instead choosing and cultivating feelings uh, uh, that are gonna help drive us forward, right? And as I reflect on that, from a business ownership perspective, it is about finding clarity as to what you want the business to be for you rather than the other way around. So sometimes we get into business and we just think about, I need to get busier, I need more clients, I need more money, I need more revenue. And we never stop to think and reflect like, well, what do I actually want from this business? Because that should vary, right? And I'm really glad that I, like I said, I, 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 I figured it out early enough that I, I was going to have to work on myself first before working on the business because I have seen in all different fields, people first 
just really focus on the business and ignoring themselves. And then sometimes even achieving some level of success, but that success kind of like gets to be short-lived because eventually our own inner demons, our, our own personal issues uh, uh, catches up and then everything can come falling apart, basically, right? So if you find clarity on what you want from your business, then it's going to become much easier to build the business that you want and that's going to help you achieve what you want in life. Right. So you got to ask yourselves questions like, do you want a rehab business that is just for you or do you want to grow a team? Do you want a rehab mobile business with potentially less overhead or do you want a rehab clinic space? How many days a week do you want to work? Do you want to have three day weekends? How many vacation days do you want to take per year? Do you want the business to be full time or be part time? That's something that sometimes people don't realize. You can have a part-time business. You can have a business where you see patients, let's say, from uh, 9 to 2 p.m. You see a few patients each day. You do that maybe four days a week. That's 12-ish patients, 12 sessions. And you make a good amount of money. And then you're home picking up your kids from school at 3 p.m., and spending the rest of the evening with them. Like you can build that kind of business too, right? But those are all questions we need to ask ourselves before we start actually diving deeper into business itself. And even then, every so often, we need to reassess things since life can change. And as life changes, sometimes our priorities can change. And our, as our personal priorities change, we might have to adjust the type of business that we're running as well. All right, so that's why seeking clarity was something from the book that I wanted to share with you. The second thing I wanted to share with book is about generating energy, right? The only way we can uh, um, like really bring positive into our lives is if we put out good energy out, right? And for that to happen, we need to optimize ourselves and we need to optimize our health. Right? We're going to need to learn how to deal with stress, how to deal, how to be alert, how to pay attention to things, how to remember important things, how to stay true to deadlines, how to stay true to ourselves while keep a positive energy, while keeping a positive vibe, even if things are not going as well. And for us to do that, we need to take care of ourselves, both from a mental and from a physical perspective. Right? So from a mental perspective, it's about the personal development. It's about working on yourself. And now from a physical perspective, it's also about making sure that you're taking care from that perspective too. Making sure that you're getting enough sleep, making sure that you're exercising, making sure that we're eating, you know, well, right? But exercise is probably one of the biggest ones that sometimes we, we, we let it fall apart. Like, I'm guilty of that as well. But I can tell you the last six months or so have been super crazy, at the clinic and with the coaching business, just a lot of things going on. And one thing I've learned from the past is to not let the exercise component fall off. And I think I even shared this before that, you know, even in really tough weeks, I do my best to make sure that at least for three or four of those days, I'm waking up a little earlier than usual and getting my exercise on. Because for me, that helps me uh, uh, generate a better output generate more energy, which in terms, it, it makes me, I feel like, 
more prepared to handle things. And I truly believe that if I put a more general positive output, then I'm also going to attract a more positive input as well from people around me, from clients, from staff, from friends, from family, from everyone. Okay, so generating energy is the second thing I wanted to share with you. The third thing is about raising necessity, right? It's us realizing who needs us to be in our top game. And it's really hard for us to become the best version of ourselves without a sense that it is absolutely necessary for us to excel both for ourselves, but also for other people who do depend on us. And sometimes when we're having those down days where we're not really feeling it ourselves, then we go back to it and we ask, who needs me on my A game today? What are the things that I need to get done today so that way this person or whatever it is has me on my A game today, right? That's really, really important to raise the necessity when it comes to that. And then in terms of raising the necessity as well, it's... Uh, uh, um, affirming what is your why what is your purpose right and it's got to be something that is just real and very important to you basically because if it is something that is important to you then it's going to raise your necessity to be on your game if it's something that you're truly passionate about it is going to raise your game and and that's where it ties up a little bit to what i brought up earlier on with the the folks working on their uh, uh understanding the target audience understanding their niche with the business accelerator it's because that brings a whole another level of passion once you start understanding that this is the people who i help these are the dogs who i help and you start seeing like that taking shape it, I know it has done for myself and it has done for other students through the years that it raises our level of necessity that like, I really want to help these people. Because a lot of times there is a personal background to it on why I want to help senior dogs, why I want to help neuro dogs, why I want to help uh, uh, canine athletes. There's a personal connection to it. There's a passion to it. And then it ends it up raising our necessity and then raising our necessity help us take things to another level, basically. Right. And then the other thing in terms of raising the necessity is leveling up who you surround yourself with. All right. Because positivity and energy and that kind of stuff can be contagious, both in you know, energy, both in a positive and in a negative way. So if you spend time around positive people and people who see things from a similar perspective as you, it's going to help elevate you. If you give enough of your energy to negative things, negative people, negative things around us, then it's also going to bring neg negativity into our world, right? So you got to continue building your network of folks who have the positive attitude and who help support each other, right? And then also asking yourself, not just how you can surround yourself with those people, but also how you can inspire each other to keep raising each other's standards, right? I feel that that's very important too. How we can keep each other going. And that's just so important to have the support group. I talked that about that recently. It is one of the things I love the most about our mastermind group. It's us understanding that we are on this journey together. 
And it can be so lonely sometimes in the field of animal rehab, especially if you're mobile and you are on a daily basis a lot on your own. It can be so lonely out there, but it doesn't have to be. You can have the support group, even if it's not in person all the time. Nowadays, it's just so easy to stay in contact with people. So that was raising necessity. And finally, the last thing I wanted to share from the book, it's about demonstrating courage. That was the fourth habit from the book that I wanted to share, demonstrate courage. And what I wanted to share about that from my takeaway is that it's honoring the challenges in life, honoring the struggles in life. And understanding that when we have the opportunity to learn, when we have the opportunity to grow, especially learning from our mistakes and failing forward, then we don't complain about the outcomes. We don't complain about the, end, the effort that is required. But we just, we just understand that mistakes are made and we just got to keep pushing forward. We just got to take one step after the other. And with that, we got to change our mindset, change our perspective and view the challenges in, in life as something that it is often necessary. And it's often important for us to be able to overcome those challenges so we can continue growing as an individual. Right. And we got to change the mindset, change the perspective to see those challenges as something positive on this journey that we're on so then that way we can find true personal empowerment through that process and then we can look at those challenges as like okay good what am i going to be able to learn from this it sucks but how can i push forward and how can i learn from this rather than just taking a step back and not trying to overcome those challenges which unfortunately sometimes that's what human nature leads us towards doing, right? And, it, and a lot of times it's not our fault. It's just how we are conditioned to uh, uh, um, protect ourselves, right? So we just tend to not go towards something that feels uncomfortable, not go towards something that is challenging. But as I said it before on previous episodes, it's about us as business owners learning how to enjoy the journey rather than just focusing on the destination, right? And along those lines, and a little bit of what we talked earlier about understanding who needs us in our A game is finding what is the thing or what is someone that we're fighting for. Because if we have our thing that we're fighting for, and it can, like I said, it can be someone, it can be something, it can be both. But if we have that purpose, then it's going to be much easier for us to find that courage. Right? And for me, that purpose is my family, is my wife, is my daughter. Right? That's why I loved spending last weekend with Susie. As stressful as it was at times to manage a two-year-old, I had an absolute blast because ultimately that was a path that my wife and I were on for years to try to get to the point where we would start a family. And I never took any of those challenges for granted. 
because it got us to where we're at today with a healthy, happy, sometimes challenging, you know, two-year-old, but very happy and healthy and a great kid. That's, that's what I fight for in terms of someone. And in terms of something, if you know me, you know I have this deep passion to help grow the field of canine rehab. I have this purpose of ele elevating the need for us, and I mean us, no matter who we are, physical therapists, veterinarians, chiropractors, massage therapists, and so forth, for us to work in unity regardless of our backgrounds. For us to elevate the needs to understand that we have to at least have the foundational aspect of businesses going to make this work for us from marketing and from sales. And we need to get to the point where we charge what we're worth without feeling ashamed and without feeling guilty about it. That's something that drives me as well to try to pass along the message, try to teach canine rehab therapists how to charge what we're worth it without feeling guilty or ashamed of it. And ultimately elevating our ability to have a business that serves as the vehicle for what we want to accomplish in life and not as something that drains us leading to constant anxiety and burnout. Right? Those are the things that drive me, both from a personal and a professional level. And that's why I do what I do. That's why it's been now about almost 70 weeks straight of getting a podcast out because I know it can be helpful, even though sometimes, you know, I have to record these episodes after Susie goes to bed or early in the day just so we can get it out. Right. And that's just one example. But it just me knowing that there's someone like you on the other side listening to this and finding this helpful it helps me find my purpose it helps me stay on track so my challenge to you today as we wrap up this episode is elevate yourself with those four things with seeking clarity generating energy raising necessity and demonstrating courage Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at K9PTAcademy.com. That's hello at K9PTAcademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to K9PTAcademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.